This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 367 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are speaking with Renee from Victory in Time, and we're going to be talking about a story about overcoming adversity. The things that Renee has gone through in her life is more than most people will ever go through in their entire lifetime, probably more than five people combined will go through, but you're going to have to listen in and figure out exactly how it was that she was able to overcome the adversity in her life and have a business that did extremely well that she was able to sell and now is passing on her knowledge and inspiration through her victory in time as well as her new book. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Hi, Renee. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Before we jump into our conversation about overcoming adversity, I was hoping that you could introduce yourself and your business to my audience. Okay. I am Renee Brajolet. Some people have trouble uh, pronouncing that. So my husband says Chick-fil-A Brajolet which kind of helps people. Uh, I I owned a company for 32 years in a male-dominated industry called Victory Bolton Specialty. Now, in this new season of life, I have started a company called Victory in Time, and that uh, promotes my book, my speaking opportunities, but it also is mastermind groups that uh, use biblical principles. Right now, we're doing two groups, which one is um, called She Leads Success, which is women in business and executives, um, entrepreneurs that are in a male-dominated industry. And then we're doing one um, for emerging leaders. That's where we're at right now. Excellent. So when you say male-dominated industry, what was it that you did, the business that you sold? I um, imported and distributed and did some light manufacturing to make some domestic products, um, nuts and bolts. Excellent. Okay. Very yes. good. Yes. And everybody needs them. And it was interesting how it all came about, but it worked well for me. Very good. Yes. All right. So let's talk a little bit about how, let's start with adversity. How would you define overcoming adversity? What does that look like to you? For me, it's faith first. Um, and I say not last leads to victory in time. And, but I can't say that I always followed that Uh, more later in life as the adversities got bigger. uh, I have learned that adversity is victory, and that's been huge for me. It's helped me to see them differently as they would come about. For me to overcome them, it's a process. You know, it's a process, but it's a lot of... um, inner reflection. It's um, also having faith in myself to be able to accomplish it to, you know, and, and a lot of the adversities in business was just having a competitive nature, which I'm a salesperson at heart. So, (laughs) No, absolutely. So when you talk about victory, what do you mean by that? 
it started um, all the way back to the first company that I was a partner in. It was called Just Victory Bolt. And it was about, you know, when I came up with the name, it was about winning. It was about, you know, the leadership. Our logo is Eagle. So it was about the leadership traits of an eagle. And it just kind of carried through. The logo is still an eagle. It became Victory Bolton Specialty as I became sole owner. I figured out that because everybody sells nuts and bolts, I had to differentiate myself with specialty products and specialty services. So that has been the journey. And now I just feel so attached to it that it needed to be victory in time. Very good. Yeah, I think that that when it comes down to you trying to figure out how to set yourself apart, being able to find find the ways that you can be unique, no matter what your industry is. So I love that you were able to do that in yours. What are some of the examples of how you overcame adversity? Okay. Examples of how I overcame adversity. There were so many that happened in my life that, you know, would result in a victory most of the time. Sometimes it was never giving up. The perseverance was a lot of it. I have a um, quote that I use is that you can curl up in fear or you can get up and fight. And it took a lot of fighting days when I didn't want to. Uh, I have become not afraid to talk about depression. Um, Some of that took place, but I was able to, you know, I use that time to rest and reflect and look at what I might have done wrong so that I could fix it. And I'm a fix it person. But um, from that standpoint, then there was it, it led up to larger and larger adversities to the point where I had a brain tumor and it was huge. It was as big as my husband's fist. And um, it had a lot of potential repercussions um, from the surgery because it ended up it was going to be a four to six. It ended up being 12. But that was the most perseverance that I've ever had to apply and faith um, because I had to learn to walk again. So I experienced um, an adversity like none other where I've learned that people with disabilities are treated differently, Uh, not not all the time. And it's not that people are not they're not mean they're just, I hate to use the word ignorant, but they are. They just don't know how to treat people with disabilities. So from that perspective, it took on a whole different role for me. I learned to handle that as I did the domestic violence years before by sharing my story so that others could benefit so that what I went through was not in vain. And I think that was one of the strongest ways that you ultimately overcome adversities. So when you say to you, the way in which you shared your stories, that is what helped you the most in overcoming your adversities? It did. It's about being authentic and not trying to hide behind your, you know, adversity in some cases is a mistake, um, especially in business. I don't want to hide that or hide behind it. I want to let other business owners or potential business owners to know it's not all, you know, it's not all roses. There's some tough times. And a lot of times business owners put themselves out there as, hey, I'm good. I'm perfect. You know, I don't have any problems. I'm my own boss. 
And that's just not the reality of it. And so it did, you know, telling my story, both professionally and and personally, that is the healing process. And I encourage everybody to do that. Don't hide, put it out there. Yes. And I think too, as business owners, you can often feel so isolated with what you are going through and what you're dealing with, that it seems easier to share the perfect side of the things, especially in the world that we live in with social media, where all you see is a highlight reel on Instagram and TikTok and all the other platforms. So coming and being authentic to yourself and having your voice to be able to share where you have found your triumph is not only a way that you've overcome your adversity, but it really gives others a way in which to connect with you and see you as human. Would you agree? Oh, wholeheartedly. And now that you've brought up social media, I need your help because that's what I struggle with because I've got a different message. And when I put stuff out there, I'm like, okay, I'm putting this out there. I don't want to brag. You know, I don't want, I want it to be authentic. So it's been a different journey for me. And to be honest, um, it's been a two year journey and I'm just now really getting a rhythm and posting just because of that. And like I say, it looks different than um, what a lot of other posts do, you know, unless it's a personal family photo, you know, well, that is a, a terrific moment. But those, you know, they come, thank God. But, you know, the other stuff comes in with it, too. Yes. I think for social media, I could really see your content falling into the framework of inspirational and educational. And if you did it from that standpoint, I think it'll feel less inauthentic to have to share like all the wonderful things and all the great things that we've accomplished. I think sometimes personally as a woman, I feel like I want to, I don't want to feel like I'm bragging. I wasn't brought that up that way. We were taught to like, you be modest. You don't talk about those kind of things. But when you do it from a place of trying to share so that others can learn from it and be inspired, I think that type of content for you will do so well. And you know what you just did for me is you framed that so that I had this light bulb moment that... I'm not putting myself out. I mean, I am putting myself out there, but it's about, you know, showing people or sharing with people. And I'm a selfish person by nature. Yes, I think it is as far as being able to share your nature and it just naturally becoming coming across and being authentic to who you are. Um, and I always tell clients, one of my favorite things to tell them is that if you don't put that side out there of educating them and inspiring them, you're being selfish to them because they are not going to be able to move forward because you have the solution. You have been there. You have done the things. You have overcome them. Um, and I think a lot of times people will look at our journey and just see the end, right? They don't look and see all that we've gone through all of the failures, the times that we've cried in the bathroom, the times where we felt like we can't do this anymore. They don't see those things. They just see where we are right now. And that can be hard for them unless we're going back to the fact of let me teach you how to do this. Let me give you pieces of information that they're going to find is going to be able to move them forward on their journey of what you teach. Absolutely. And that goes back to, as you're talking to me, and we've mentioned the social media piece, is that the Victory in Time name comes from the lessons that I teach and the experience that I have is to help somebody else get the victory in time sooner than I did in any given situation. 
I mean, it, it is just, it, it's it's been a journey and I want to share that with people. So from what you said about the social media, that's the aspect. I'm not selling myself and what I did. I'm selling the ideas. I'm promoting the ideas, the book, so that I can speak and lead mastermind groups or facilitate mastermind groups. So, yeah. Okay. I get it. Very no. good. Excellent. Hey there, guys. My name is Melanie from Mostly Under Control, and I am a member of Jenny's Influencer Entrepreneurs Insiders membership. I've been a part of it since 2017, and over these six years, I've taken full advantage of the weekly trainings that Jenny offers and the monthly group coaching. The group coaching is probably my favorite part of the membership. Jenny has taught me so many things for my business. She helped me niche down and write and teach about what I wanted so that I wouldn't burn out. In addition to what she teaches, the networking I've done with other members has been invaluable. I recommend her membership to all of my online business owner friends because it is worth every single penny. So would you say there was a pivotal moment in your life? I know that you obviously had to go through multiple forms of adversity, but was there one in particular that it really truly defined you and turned around the way in which you now approach adversity? If there is, what was it? Well, that would probably go back. I'd have to go back to the brain tumor because it taught me so much. Um, I broke my back probably mm, 20 years before. And I really feel like it was um, a sign for me to slow down and not be a workaholic and not to feel like I had something to prove, especially to my male counterparts. Uh, And then when the brain tumor hit, it was like, okay. Now I have to stop. I can't walk. It's, you know, I've got to concentrate on me and my well-being so that I can, you know, continue on with some sort of normalcy, whatever that's to look at in the future. And um, I think, I mean, I've got a statement that I say, my name is Renee Johnson Brazelay and I'm a workaholic. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I think there's so many women that can recognize that in themselves, right? A lot of business owners in particular, I always find are very type A. We set goals. And then the second we hit that goal, we don't celebrate it. We're not going to recognize the fact that we actually did it. We're going to set an even higher goal that we expect to get in the next six months. We just keep moving forward. And it's just personality, I think, wise, as far as how we and why we continue to do that to ourselves. Absolutely. I was blessed to build a tremendous team around me and the company was ran based on a team. We were all in it together and we would have a big victory and I'd share it with everybody. And then I'd start talking about the next goal. And and the ones that were very comfortable to approach me, one of them said, Renee, let's celebrate this one before we go on to the next one. And I was like, you're so right. You know, let, let's take this moment. Let's let's do it. Let's celebrate. And yes. we would, but sometimes it took that that little extra push, that reminder, because you're right. Well, we the majority of us are type A personalities. So yes. And I think when you're looking at sales, it can be a little bit, you can see those numbers a little bit better, right? For a lot of my listeners, 
It's online businesses where they're judging the content and the engagement and how they're going to continue to grow. But it can be hard sometimes to feel like they can actually measure that. And it's one of the reasons when we set goals, we always talk about find a number, find a way that you can actually measure this. So that if you're going to tell me you had five email subscribers six months ago, you can look and say, okay, this is how many email subscribers I have now or what my open rate was or how many followers I potentially have engagement with on social media. So what would you say, Renee, are your top tips for overcoming adversity? Like if you had to give us three tips, what would be the biggest ones that you would give? I believe one would be No matter where you are in life, there's always life lessons to learn, grow, and exceed. You probably saw me. They can't see me. I always forget that they can't see me, my podcast listeners. But I started clapping my hands because, yes, right? There's always something that you can learn from it. I always tell my people, fail forward. And as long as you can pick yourself up, learn from it, like you're saying, and continue forward, that's still growth. And that's what we're looking for. It is. And and I, as life has evolved and I'm in this season of life, that the statement of that I made, um, no matter where you are in life, I say that, too, because my life lessons changed tremendously when I sold the company. Um, you know, the gro- everything seemed to slow down. Uh, I sold the company and COVID hit. So I knew at that point the timing was perfect, but I had fought it every step of the way. I felt like I had lost my identity. So it was a time of really doing the, the you know, reflection of all that I had accomplished and, and knowing that now is a slower time of my life. And it was time to retire. And Jenny, that lasted for 15 minutes until I was ready <laughs> to go on to the next thing. And that was when I wrote the book and um, and then started thinking about uh, mastermind groups because I was in one for so long, but I was the only female. There was a couple of females that came and went, but they were looking for something a little different. That's why I want a group um, in, in, for women in male-dominated industries because I said then, how much more could I have learned if I could have found one of those groups? So that was part of my planning process. And as it's grown and I've started, you know, there again, I've had to remember, okay, the book came out, celebrate the moment. And I did. I walked around the house holding that book up to my heart and I'm going, I have done something these past years, <laughs> these past couple of years. So it's been interesting. Yes. Celebrate those moments. I think that that's such a good one because it is like we get so caught up. And I think after COVID, especially, we found ourselves very much kind of trying to find our footing and figure out what direction are we going? Where are we going to go? And the way that we saw life wasn't exactly the same, I think, anymore, because we saw that there were so many other things that we could be doing. And our lives, especially those of us that potentially had kids at home, could get upturned very quickly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I can't imagine that. But, you know, going back to your advice on social media, I think this this lesson to overcome adversity kind of goes back to what I said earlier. But to keep this in mind, when I am going out there on social media is share your story with others in mind. 
because then you know you're doing it to help others. You're not doing it to brag or promote yourself. I just I just told myself a life lesson. I've repeated it to myself. It's in my book and I've repeated it to myself. And that's what I need to think of when I jump out there on social media. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. I love that. So tell us a little bit about your book, Soaring Through Adversity. We're going to link to that in the show notes and of course the blog post so everyone can make sure that they go and grab their copy. Um, But tell us a little about what we can expect to learn from it. Well, it is soaring through adversity and it's life lessons to lead, triumph, and rise above. And I had to put in there, it first said lessons, and the book was going to be about business. And I mentioned this earlier, as I was going through and talking about leaving home at 17 and not being able to go to college and living out of the trunk of my car, as I did that, it was about... I had just gotten a job in a bank, had an opportunity to take a position that started, that changed the trajectory of my entire life by going to work in an industrial supply house. So I had to blend both of these, and that's why I call it life lessons. And um, it's got leading the eagle way. It's got um, tips all through there about how a legal uh, an eagle leads their lives and how God intended them to soar. And that's what I want to encourage people to do. There are life lessons all through it. And it's both on the personal level. And many of those are on the professional level as well. And it was a labor of love. There were times when I were I was talking about a great fun time where I got the biggest contract that, you know, put the company on the map. I just fly through that. And then I'd be talking about something that was difficult. And it would take me a few days. Um you know, included some some nightmares even. I mean, I, I went deep. I went deep. So I'm hoping it does help others. I'm sure it will. No, so that sounds amazing. We, Like I said, we'll make sure that we link to that. I really appreciate you, Renee, taking the time to speak with me, to share your knowledge and your story. I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's been a pleasure. Of course. All right, there you have it. Clearly, Renee has gone through more than most people go through ever in their entire lifetime. And she has learned to overcome that adversity and continue to inspire and educate all of us with her knowledge of what she has been able to overcome. So if you haven't already had a chance, make sure that you jump over and grab her book, Soaring Through Adversity, um, where you can tell her full story and exactly the tips and tricks that she gives in order to continue to move along on your journey, whichever, whatever journey that may be. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then.